Arizona sports. The home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Wolf and Luke talk Suns Clippers. Now. You know, it's so good we can keep it professional and let bygones be bygones. And <laughs> it was just last month I, I sat in with Bernsey and I, you know, tried one of those uh, coups at the end of the show. I tried to replace Bernsey with Chad GPT. Didn't work out so well. Mitchapalooza screwed it up. But, you know, we put that aside. Yeah. And we're here now to talk, the three of us, Suns basketball and what was an epic playoff performance. Dave Burns in studio, and maybe Burnsy will give D-Book his props, because every time I bring up <laughs> D-Book, Wolf starts talking about the team. Yeah, As the if team. he's back in his media days at his locker in a Cardinals locker room with hey, media speak. Book could not have done it alone, Paul. <laughs> He needs his teammates uh, okay. as well. Let's talk about right. the team. Oh, David boy. Charles. Please, Dave. Okay, I, I, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. I mean, first of all, that yeah. was a coup? You were, I you, tried. You were coming for I me? I was, was that what those, that was? It was one of those business you, forceful takeovers, you, you know? Okay. stockholders, I, 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 I didn't realize this was succession. I, tried. I, I, I didn't realize that you were Brian Cox coming. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I okay, made that's... the mistake of outsourcing it to Mitchell Palooza. And that's number one. And number two, I, I feel as if I've walked into some sort of dispute here amongst the two of you. Oh, is, is all Absolutely. well? Is everything okay? Is, <laughs> no, it's well, just always... Bernsie, it's is this right up there with the one you yeah. had with Lorenzo Alexander about... Well, uh, no, that one. <laughs> that one, there was this serious threat of physical violence. Luca Devin almost, conversation? He actually started to get out of his chair at one point, and I was eyeing who could get to the doorway first, because I was like, am I going to be able to run a 4240 through that exit door? But, Bernsey, that's what I do. I come in here, I'm Dylan Brooks to Kobe. I'm poking bears. You know, the Wolf needs it. He needs it. Okay, He's got to be humble. As long as you don't call bears. Yeah. That's right. As long as you don't call him old. As long as you don't call him old. Yeah. Oh, that's where I do get punched. So, okay, so here's the question about the book um, is, like, at some point, I had to go back and really, like, watch yesterday's game. I mean, like, wa- I watched it, but I mean, like, really watch it. Um, at some point, do the Clippers change what they're doing and how they guard Devin Booker? And does that free other guys up? Because it feels like at this point, I mean, he's torched you to the tune of a level of guys we haven't seen since Barkley. And Jordan, in terms of the number of points scored in the first three games of a playoff series, are you just going to let him do that to you, or are you going to alter your coverage? And that's what I mean by really watch the game, because I wasn't paying a ton of attention to how defensively they were doing Devin Booker, and I just kind of want to know, are they going to do anything different, or can they afford to do anything different, given who else is on the floor with them? Because that's what something Booker was talking about after the game, like, like, hey, as soon as they start paying attention to me, there's Kevin Durant, and he's going to go off on them, you know? Well, what Monty say he said, you know what, Kevin Durant, you have guys trying to double team Kevin Durant, and he's 28 feet from the hoop. That's the kind of defensive attention he commands and demands from a head coach's opposing game plan, right? Defensively, Tyron Lue, who after the game, by the way, he said his first two comments were there were two things that killed us last night. Suns free throws. That we did try to be more physical. We got to be smarter mm-hmm. in our physicality. And number two, he just flat out said, Devin Booker. And every time Booker got the ball, he was smart enough to immediately split the double team. That they couldn't get that extra man from KD over, over to him fast in enough. In time, yeah. Book would just split the double team, and especially when they went small, he just took it straight to the cup because they didn't have a rim protector. Well, that yeah, the last nine minutes when they didn't have anybody big out there at all, Devin Booker was just salivating at the prospect of being able to go like the way he did. But but yeah, I just I I think that Devin Booker, it, it, it's almost as if Ty Lue is saying. 
Come hell or high water, yeah. Kevin Durant is not beating right. him. He, he's just not. We're, we're not going to let him go off. I'm going to. I'd rather see Devin Booker try to do it than Kevin Durant try to do it because I know what Kevin Durant's going to do. Now I, I, that can change in the double teams that are flexing, like you're talking about. But Devin Booker continues to get up, and, and frankly, they needed every single point. They needed every single totally. basket. They needed yeah. every single minute. They'd be doomed without Devin Booker in this series. So David Charles, 45 points, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, two blocks. Zero turnovers. You know where I'm going with this. It's the first time in the NBA that that has happened in a playoff game. Mm -hmm. The first time that somebody's met those kind of numbers and not turned the ball over. To me, this is one of the greatest performances of Devin Booker's playoff career, and I'll put it number one. What say you? I thought that after the last one. I, I thought that's got to be one of the five best performances we've ever seen from Devin Booker. Even over the 47 and, 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 against the Right, Lakers. and that was the last game, you know, when he just couldn't miss and the way he was orchestrating the chess pieces on the floor and the way he was moving guys around and basically being the point guard of that team and getting props for doing it the way Kevin Durant said that. This one was even better, right? I, I mean, so now I've got to readjust. It's, we're readjusting the Devin Booker mm-hmm. top five on the fly when it comes to this. And I think for Booker, this is, so far anyway, an incredible moment in his career because you think about this time a year ago, Devin Booker was wearing that playoff you know, That's phase for the Suns, right? Point. Like like it was his fault because of what happened against the Mavericks, and he had the hamstring injury against the Pelicans, and he was the one who couldn't hit a clutch shot in Game 6 and Game 7. Devin Booker, we got to the end of the playoffs, and Devin Booker had a lot of people around the league going, ha, 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 see? And it see? got worse. Right? Game yeah. 6 and 7 against the Mavs were disasters. It was a disaster. And I'm not, I'm not trying to defend how he played. I'm just saying that people really quickly forgot some of the things he did in 2021 in the NBA Finals run, and I yep. think this playoff run from Devin Booker is kind of reminding everybody, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm more that guy than I was the guy a year ago. Dave Burns, I put it to you. What's your level of concern with DeAndre Ayton? And I'll buy you some time. 12 points, 11 rebounds, two turnovers, 17 bobbles by my count, and zero impact. Uh, scale of 1 to 10 put me down at a 7.5 on my mm. concern for DeAndre. Mm. I'm concerned. He was as disengaged as I've ever seen him last night uh, in the first half of that game. Got better for pockets in the third quarter. His offensive rebound, of course, it helped when you, know, you had five guards out there like Ty Lue did in the fourth quarter. It you should, better should, pull You better be able to get an offensive rebound in a moment like that. But that was was a key moment in the game, but the level of disengagement, the hands, I continue to not understand the hands and how he just can't secure the rock, it seems like, when the rock needs to be secured. I don't understand it. I am concerned. I'm concerned that defenses are going to play off of him and kind of say, okay, let's let's see you beat us. Let's let's see you do Now, he's shown at times in these first three games the ability to do that, but not consistently enough. And the level of engagement that we've seen out of DeAndre Ayton has come nowhere near the 2021 version when Chris Paul said, that guy's going to get himself a bag. Yeah. That guy's going to get himself paid. We have not seen that guy hardly at all in this postseason. So, David, what is your biggest concern? right now for the Phoenix Suns after three games and again I you know when I say concern I'm not saying you're terrified ah, I'm not saying that I'm just saying what's your biggest concern minutes probably minutes, minutes for a little for bit book, yeah it's just Chris it's Paul. it's a lot it's it's piling up a little bit yeah, right like last is. night last night was a game where in theory in a perfect world okay we Booker plays 37 38 say. right Kevin Durant plays 35 or 36 Chris Paul had to play 40 minutes in last night game and those were 40 
brutal minutes from Chris Paul, too, especially yeah. at the end yep. with the missed free throws. The, the shot they had at the end of Kevin Durant calling for the ball so Chris Paul wouldn't be the one shooting the free throws after he had missed, too. Like, go, go, give it here. Give it here. Kids. Like, and oh. Chris Paul wanting to and Chris give it Paul's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> go ahead. Take it. I'm one for eight from three. I, I'm five for 18 from the field. You take it. I don't want it, right? Like, that, the, the minutes that yeah. are piling up and the fact that it's such a short turnover. Do you guys see Ty Lue's comments after the game and kind of the insinuation that part of the reason why he went so small in the last nine minutes of the game was to play at a pace that might have worn the Suns out a little bit projecting ahead to Whoa. game four no, as if to say, not. hey, you know, as if to say, hey, they have to play on short rest too. They have to come back quick and play a matinee game on Saturday just like we do, almost like I'm going to put my five fastest guys on the floor and I'm going to make you chase them around and I'm going to ask them to get in your grill 30 feet from the basket for the last nine minutes of that game. Let's see how it impacts your gas tank going into game four. I'm a little that's probably my biggest concern because I would have hoped last night there would have been a pocket of rest in there for the Suns. You know, that's why the Clippers head coach got a shout out from Kevin Durant last night. Honestly, their three most valuable elements of that team would be Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Tyron Lue. And I know Russell Westbrook has looked really good and really good and I've come Compared him to the Buddha Baker of the NBA. He's just relentless. He's all over the floor yeah. coming up from behind guys. But the fact that Tyron Lue, for example, early in that first quarter when the Suns were struggling out of the gate, he was overplaying the perimeter and saying, guess what? We're going to send everyone out to the perimeter, overload the perimeter. Let's see DA beat us, which, of course, he didn't. I thought that was shrewd. Yeah. And then to your point about trying to wear out the Suns, yeah, that may pay off later in the series. Look, the Suns might win this thing in five. I, I don't know if Kawhi is going to play. It doesn't seem like Paul George is going to play. I, I have, and, and, but make no mistake, it's going to be a hard five, man. Yeah, it it's going to be a really hard five. And, and to Paul's point, Ty Lue, when you see Kawhi Leonard goes out, when you see Paul George goes out, the one guy that scares you on that Clippers roster, it's not Norman Powell, it's not Bones Highland, it's not Russell West, it's Ty Lue. Because if there's one guy who can push the buttons, play the games, kind of figure out what's going on. It's him. He's so good at this. I, the Suns are going to win. They're going to win in five or six. They just have too much talent, especially if Kawhi right. doesn't play. It is going to be a really hard five or six for the Suns to get past this. It's I think good. it's going to earn be it. six. You think so? Record, I do, yeah. I mean, honestly, this is a team that's loaded with confidence. You look at the Clippers and the way they're playing the Suns. Is there any reason why you would lack confidence? Playing the Suns. Ty Lu said it the other day after game two. He said, We believe we can win this series. Sure. They look like it. They do. Yeah. Although it doesn't look like they can stop Devin Booker. I mean, and I think we all need to appreciate it because it's shaping up to be what Larry Fitzgerald in the 2008 playoffs for the Cardinals. Devin Booker, if he continues at this pace, absolutely, it's going to be legendary. He's getting whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. All right, Bernsey, good stuff. Appreciate it. Still don't forgive you I'll for that beatdown I took in the Christmas Carol some 15 <laughs> years ago.